Yo, 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 what's good, guys? How's everybody doing? You know what it is. It's your favorite podcast, Anime Haven. We out here. About to do something very new, because we definitely promised that. Afro Samurai. Afro Samurai. How did you guys feel about about it? I'm not going to lie. Very gory. Very to the point. A lot to uh, pack in within the first few episodes. It's a very climactic. It's not anticlimactic. It has a lot of facts. climax to it. You think it's going to go one way, then all of a sudden, boom, you're hit with something different. I'm going to pass it off to my boy Q. Q, how did you feel about this? Yo, how I felt about the first episode of um, Afro Samurai. I was actually, it wasn't what I expected. To be honest, it really wasn't what I expected. Um, it's uh, I, I like the I like the way in which the story is presented, right? So there is a samurai who's number one, and then there's another fighter who's number two, right? And so the number two and the number one they face off, they fight. Number one kills number two. I mean, sorry, number two kills number one who is also right. the mm-hmm. Afro Samurai's son. So he sees this, he witnesses this. Now, I'm going to just say this last piece and I'm going to let somebody else talk because I know we could go for a minute. The thing that I love the most about this show is that anyone in the world, and I'm not exaggerating, literally anyone in the world can challenge number two. But the yeah. only person that can challenge number one is number two. So number right. two was fighting every day of his life, constantly, consistently, nonstop. And number one is just walking around. And the only person that can challenge number one is number two. I really thought that that was actually, that was such a dope concept. That was just such a great idea that they did that. I love that. I actually really, really love that. Raid, how'd you feel? Bro, it's, yo, like the, so the whole story is, is kind of out there like when when like you actually watch it but i i just thought it was it was dope that you could see like a, a different a different story with a samurai you got what i'm saying and like yeah. the whole concept of of like number one not being able like just chilling basically like how to get there was was wicked bro and honestly like i thought about this anime like just in passing because i had seen it and um from what i remember bro way crazier like way like i'm talking with the females the the way the the crazy ghost boy shows up like and i don't know if y'all know this or if y'all like peep this i mean but like you got samuel L. jackson in there you got this, the music by rizza like yo, yes great so like when you start going into that it's like wait hold on what am i watching right now and it, yes. it was just it was a dope ass especially the first episode yes yes to say the least, on my part, I was definitely shocked at how I was going to like the anime. Facts. Off of really in-depth looking, I like to watch the subtitles. I'm uh, not the subtitles, excuse me. I like to watch the credits. I like to watch the beginning. I like to watch the introduction. Because if you watch the introductions and you know who is playing whom, which car- which voice actor is playing which voice actor, you know what kind of episode, what kind of cartoon, um, anime, you know what kind of season and series you're going to get. You get what I'm saying? So if yeah. you know you got yourself some good voice actors 
off rip some good music the anime style is good and on top of that it really has a good beginning first of all watching your dad die crazy was intense wow. and it was crazy how it flew into the second episode you can see that as a kid he still had that real attachment to his father and he still yeah. had that childlike mentality where it was just like this is dad and it wasn't until that they destroyed his skull that that revenge woke up that yeah. adult mentality that switch woke up because from there he fell into finding new people and training yeah. with swords it really yeah. showed how much development and how much rage and anger can be shown when you take a little boy's father away from him no facts facts it it even like it even parallels to like real life cuz you can see like he was looking for that which was now missing right like and you could tell just by the way he walked up with his dad like when he <clears throat> walked up with his pops it was like yeah number 1 you about to get it bro like he's about to wash you but and you can just see how proud he was of his dad you could tell how connected he was to his dad which is actually pretty dope cuz like i i grew up with my dad so like that's how i felt yeah, you know I man. When he took, bro, when he took dude's head off, and I mean like clean off, mm-hmm. clean mean, off, just one yeah. slice and that joint came flying off, bro. And then he told him, and then he told his son, yo, let that stir up in you. And when you're ready to come yo. challenge me, come see me. Yo. I'm like, yo. yo, that is so cold blooded. Cold-blooded is not even the word. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. This this man, Hellboy, came off rip, bro. Because that's the the voice of Hellboy. And number two was like... like, He he was like a demon, right? Because... Yeah. Like, the whole... Like, the way he got him was was crazy. Because it's like, yo, what happened? And it was was instantly over. But that kind of, like... That basically shaped Afro's whole mission in life. Which is... Which is kind of crazy because of, of the path it took on him. Because, bro, he's he fights just like his dad. You got what I'm yeah, saying? He took right. twenty dudes, like taking twenty dudes on and just murking. Like, bro, that that was the crazy opening, like all the way around. Like that yeah. got me into it from jump, dog. Like, <laughs> yeah, crazy going, crazy going there. The hook that got for me in Afro. I am a swords guy. I am a martial arts guy. I have loved Chinese and Japanese culture. I am part Chinese. And I love, I've loved swords and martial arts and all types of fighting since the beginning. So the types of swordsmanship styles, as well as the respect to, well, at least in my opinion, I could be wrong. Don't kill me. Don't kill me. I love the homage that is being paid to Japan. Like I really do. I love the sound like the samurai style is amazing. Especially in the way that they're animating it and just making it like do you not know how much like to be number one, you have to have an immense amount of strength 
yeah. where nobody where only number two can challenge you. And for number two, anyone, anytime, at any point of the day, whether you're taking a shit, washing your ass, bro, out for out for a stroll with your mom. You could literally be assassinated or somebody trying to take you out right there. They can challenge you. While number yes. one eats good, number two is like literally still, you know what I'm saying? She um sharpening the blade to be number one. And I love that. Bro, number two, right? So so now Afro, Afro Samurai is number two currently, right? As we're watching it where we are, where we're watching it in the show. And so he's heading to this bar within the first two episodes, right? He's heading to this bar and everybody's talking cash junk, right? Who going to beat him up and who's stronger <laughs> and who's this and who's that and all this other stuff. And my man pulls up to the bar and people are ready. Like there's like four or five people that's like ready to challenge him. Like no joke, ready to challenge him. And then remember the big dude, the real big dude, that kind of like scared oh, everybody else off. And so I was like, ooh, this might actually be a good fight. It didn't even last two seconds. Point fifth of a second. Bro, it didn't even last two seconds. And by him taking dude out, everybody else who thought they wanted to challenge number sure. two for a quick second was just like, nah. Nah, I'm straight. straight, straight. Nah. Yeah, man. I just thought it was really good, bro. What did you think about what did you think about uh his childhood growing up though? What did you think about his child growing growing up without his dad? Mm. Relatable, relatable. <laughs> like, but like, nah. His, his thing was it, it fueled him. You get what I'm saying? Like, like again, it, it motivated him because it wasn't the fact that his obviously his father getting taken, but it was the headband. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that was the last. The last thing it wasn't being number one or anything. That was his dad's. You feel what yeah, I'm saying? Right. So like yeah. realizing that, and it's like that's what pushed him in, into his ways because he needed to find number two in order to get that headband back. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So so it's like he needed to be two. Like that. So so knowing that, and and you I'm glad you brought up the bar scene because it sets up the segue for him to go on his journey, right? And it's yeah. like I don't know how y'all felt, but like when he got that lemon, when he got the drink from the bar in general, I was just like, yo, this is kind of weird. You got because everybody yeah. knows about the fight. Everybody knows about the build up to it. So it's like even the whole bartender with it was was kind of strange to me. I'm like, yo, that's going to come back somehow. And it's, it's it's just crazy how everything comes full circle. True. Just to say the least, looking at his childhood really watching rewinding watching and seeing this girl actually pop back up in his life facts really oh <laughs> crazy the type of man that he inspired people to be because mm -hmm. even though at that moment be real she was manipulating him she was manipulating Max. son and he knew about it We're, like he knew about it every he second really handled it he really handled it like a g like he already knew he was like listen something's not sitting right i need to look you in your eyes you're being manipulated all right all right i see your real side all right these niggas these people out here let me just you know we're gonna fuck them up that's just what it is and 
it also segues back to his childhood because <laughs> she realized that if you know at this point rest or so because I'm not past episode two yet at this point she thought and she realized that if I could be around this person he would protect me mm-hmm. because he protect like don't get me wrong he was out for revenge which is what caused him to be in the situation with all the thugs in the first place and his friends being in danger. But when push came to shove, even though it was very selfish, no one was touched. Yo, facts. And it proved that at the end of the day, if this is not my target, you're safe, which is, again, a double-edged sword in the kind of aspect. Yeah. But regardless... She felt like, all right, he's going to protect me. From childhood, when she was standing on that, um, when she was standing on the ledge up until the last few seconds of her, you know. Life. (laughs) (laughs) They they ran down the spot. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. They did her so filthy. They did her dirty, bro. Yo, but you, yo, you peep the language and the whole thing. Cause like, here's the, like, again, like I remember this show from like a kid, you feel what I'm saying? But I don't remember it being how like it this. is. Yeah. So I'm, I'm watching it. I'm like, yo, this is kind of crazy. Like the way they were talking to her, was kind of crazy. <laughs> yo, like, facts. Yo. No, legit. <laughs> like, like she was a. Damn, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yo, straight up. Yeah. She <laughs> like, was a legit crazy. spy. She was a legit yeah, spy, bro, and they was using her as such, yo. Them so first of all, them dudes, what what do they call them? The something seven the brothers, bro. The brothers, the brothers, right? Six brothers, yeah. or some brothers, shit like or some that. Shit. six brothers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So them dudes is them dudes is out C. C. of control. CC Crawford's one of them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. CC oh, Crawford's one of them. It's funny because it gives me like a like that. I was gonna say that earlier too when you started talking about like who was all in it. It was giving me like a Boondocks type of vibe. So it was hundred percent, but like on a different level. On a different level, yeah. On on its own little, because it it it, the movements and everything of the show gives you like a samurai slash old west feel, right? But they have immense technology. Like dudes is on cell phones, and they have droids and cyborgs. Cyborgs. It's just a whole. Like, I, and I and I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed the, the way that they were able to mix different times in because I was watching, I was actually watching it with my brother-in-law when I was watching it. And he was like, yo, how do they, isn't this supposed to be yeah. like an old time? Because there's no cars, no motorcycles or nothing like that. Everybody's walking or, or whatever. But then they pull out a phone, you know, or a yeah. cyborg comes walking past. It's just like wild. It's just wild, bro. It's just wild. Like the whole way they put this whole anime together was just really wild. It was actually pretty dope. I'm actually a little sick that it only had two seasons, but yo, yo, that's the thing, right? Like it being like it's a mini short series, bro. It's just like yo, if you put a little bit more into it, like give us like one or two more seasons, this shit would be yeah. dope. Yeah, yeah. I and agree. I definitely agree. It's, yeah. It's actually crazy too, because it's like uh, going back to what we were talking about with the number two and the number one, I can see why number one is as respected as he is. Because one, 
you never know where number two is going to show up at. Number two could That's be, say we're using geography from today, right? Because we don't know exactly where and everything set for, for that show, right? So say you could be in where I'm at in Cali one day, and then next week you could be in New York. And the day after that, you could be in Canada. And then you could be in the Caribbean somewhere. Then you could be in Europe. And no matter where you go, on your journey throughout this whole life, bro, anybody could challenge you, it, literally anybody. And so like while he was a child, even as a kid, he was searching for number two. Yo, where's number two at? Where's number two at? Mm -hmm. You remember that first dude that he killed? The dude was like, yo, you ready to kill yep. somebody? And when he sliced them for real, I was like, yo, this dude is cold-blooded. This kid is cold-blooded. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Yo, all I'm going to say is... <laughs> Huey is my son, Afro Samurai reincarnated. Absolutely. <laughs> bro, that's literally how, that's why I felt bro, the whole Boondocks yeah. vibe. I was waiting for it, dog. Bro, the way, the way that everything is just set up, I'm looking at it. I'm digesting. I'm like, okay, this is, this is dope. I'm digging everything. And then the first thing I'm thinking is I see just Huey fighting Riley. Yo, facts. <laughs> facts. <laughs> like, facts. I just see yeah. Huey fighting Riley, and I'm like, facts. oh, okay, this is really giving the Boondocks vibes, real, real gory, kind of raunchy vibes. Okay, I can I can deal with it. I can see what, the, what this is hitting for. The storyline is really good, especially what kind of kills me and what I don't, what pisses me off for the most part. You don't really get to see that much of his dad, and you don't know what kind of bond that yeah. they had, but you can tell that they had mm -hmm. such an amazing bond. Yeah, that, and I say that, and I say it in the most respectful way because you know what I'm saying. Not a lot of people can or feel the same aspect, but imagine having that strong feeling that you would take down the whole world for just a memento, not even the person. It's not even the physical mm -hmm. person. It's just legitimately a piece of that. It doesn't matter what it represents. It's the piece of my dad. It's the piece of my, my mom or anything like that. You would go to the ends of the earth and slaughter anybody just for that piece. And that's what kills me because I want to know Besides the fact of him training or him dealing with his dad, because we'll talk about it, Afro had an immense strength since he was a kid. True, true. We'll just say it like that. His training has come, had to come not only from training with the samurai people that was around him, but from dealing with his dad or something like yeah. that. Like it, it's just it sucks that you don't get the chance to really see that, yeah, in the series, yeah, because his drive was crazy. It was like he there was nothing else in life that mattered to him as much as getting that headband back. Like literally nothing. Exactly. Like his focus was always there. Even even I, I do think this was still within the first two episodes. So if I'm if I'm if I'm going too far, y'all let me know when. I think he I think it was after he killed that first guy, his his master found out and was like, yo, there's mm -hmm. like you don't have to go down this path. Like there's other ways yeah. to like, mm -hmm. you know, live life or whatever. And and I just thought that that was crazy. And even even with his sensei telling him that and other people telling him that, it did not 
shake his drive. Like he knew what he was about. Like, no, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm here on earth for. We're number two at every, every opportunity that he got to fight somebody or to get information on where number two was, he was on it. He was on it. Let me say this. I don't think it was at the fact that that's what life originally wanted for him. I think that was just the car. Well, I mean, life is life. I don't think that was, um, that was just the cards that he was dealt because yeah. let's say that that wouldn't have been the case. Let's say his dad would have won that. Yeah. What kind of man would Afro have been? Mm. Same. I honestly think. Go ahead, bro. No, no, like he he'd be the same because like you like even after his dad died. Okay, so his dad is number one, right? Yeah. The demon yeah. is number two. Finds right. his dad and kills him in front of him, right? Yeah. So that makes automatically the demon number one now. That's why he throws the headband and shit, and it yep. stays on that rock. He picks yep. it up off the rock. Ah, whatever. After he gets jumped and they kick his dad's skull, like the last piece is that number two headband, right? Because yeah. that's the last physical right. piece of his dad. That's when he gets becomes basically adopted by his sensei, which once you watch it, everything comes full circle. If you know, you know. And it's yeah. like, you mm-hmm. see that. So if he would have had his dad, he would have learned to be a samurai from his dad. And even True. though he didn't have his dad, he still learned to be a samurai in order to like bring pride to his dad. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's weird. So that's why I just think like he would have been a samurai no matter what dog, like no matter what. Say that, say that. All right. All right. Well, that was actually pretty interesting. Afro samurai, you guys, I'm not going to lie. It's really dope. Anime has some really dope, really really dope animation styles it's really drawn in a magnificent way and i think everybody should sit down there and try to at least give it a chance give it some time let it digest and then see how you would feel as the viewer but with that being said we here at anime haven boy q boy raid you know it's your boy taz we're going to bid you adieu and wait for the next episode because I promise there's more coming. Until next mm-hmm. time. Peace. Peace.